to the Not Your Mother's Health Class podcast. My name is Emma, and I'm your host, certified personal trainer, health and nutrition coach, here to teach you the truth about getting healthy inside and out, head to toe. We work to grow the mind first in order to give the body freedom to follow. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Mother's Health Class Podcast. So happy to have you back. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Emma. I am your host. I am a certified personal trainer, health and nutrition coach, and I work to help women find their self-worth and a deep underlying love for their bodies through a deep understanding of nutrition and fitness. So that's what I'm doing here. And today, we are going to be talking all about diet culture, fad diets, and why they are just the absolute enemy of anyone who's trying to get healthy. So I'm really, really excited to talk on this topic because obviously, as so many of us know, diet culture right now is huge. I mean, I think right now, like who here has ever been on a diet? And obviously, I can't see you guys. So raise your hand to yourself. And I want you to know that probably all of us are in the same boat that at one time or another, we have tried a diet. And now whether this was a getting ready for spring break diet, or this was a, you know, trying a major big low carb diet to lose weight or a low fat diet or, you know, whatever it might have been. And I'm not talking about a medical diet that you were prescribed by a doctor. That's a different story. But I'm talking about diets in regards to weight loss. And so diets right now in our culture are so, so big because everybody wants the quick fix. And nobody wants to have to actually put in the work and the effort to reach goals and to get the you know body that they want and the health that they want. Um, because guess what? That stuff takes time when you do it properly. And well, we'll go into later about some of the goals of, you know, not even goals, but some of the, I guess, positive sides of waiting that time. I also understand for a lot of people that that time is hard, you know. Maybe you're getting married next month and you want to lose 30 pounds before then. Or maybe you, you know, just had a baby and you're just dying to get back to your Pro, you know, pre-baby body, or maybe you are, I don't know what the case is, so many things happen for reasons that we kind of go on these diets because we want these quick fixes. Um, and so kind of what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to go through some of the stuff about diets and diet culture, and then go into the benefits of having a healthy lifestyle, and also some tips to leave you guys with, because of course I want to leave you guys with some actionable steps um, on how you guys can get started with this kind of lifestyle healthy eating that will actually leave you with lasting results instead of just that quick fix that isn't really usually a quick fix. So with that, let's go ahead and dive right into talking about diets. So one of my biggest reasons that I hate diets is because they are, so I'll just go out and say it if you guys didn't get that just already, I hate diets. I don't follow a diet. I don't ever recommend anybody to follow a diet. I think following a meal plan or following a um, eating style is different than following a diet. So for me, a diet is something that is highly restrictive and you are usually going to be cutting out a large food group. So I like to look at a diet as something like a low-fat diet, something like like a low carb diet, like maybe like the keto or the Atkins diet, um, looking at something like there's something called like the military diet where you do it for like a week and you eat like hard boiled eggs and tuna fish every day. Um, first of all, ew. And second of all, that just sounds terrible. I can't even imagine. But so these diets are things that I'm specifically relating a lot to kind of these fad diets that people follow um, that kind of pop up and everybody goes, oh my God, this is the answer to all of your health problems. This is the answer to every weight problem you've ever had. And everybody runs and jumps on it because they want to believe it. 
right? I mean, who doesn't want to be told that they can lose 20 pounds in, you know, a week? Guess what, friends? It's not the case. It can happen. I'll tell you right now. So a lot of the times, the other kind of factor about these diets is they're making false claims. And typically, these false claims are going to be around weight loss. Sometimes they're around other things like better, you know, better heart health, lower cholesterol, you know, whatever it might be. But they're going to make these claims that aren't backed by facts. They aren't backed by experiments. They're just kind of some people had some luck with this kind of diet um, and went ahead. And again, I want to make that specification that there are certain diets, for example, a keto diet, um, which is a low, low, highly restrictive carb diet, like a low restrictive on the carbs diet. And that's a diet that does have medical purpose. And so I want to make that very clear that um, I don't want people to come running to me saying, well, I have, you know, whatever disorder and my doctor told me to go keto. That is a completely different story if you're doing these kind of diets for a medical reason. Um, but again, usually with those kind of things, those are going to be a diet that's going to be prescribed to you by a medical professional and not just something you're going to have Googled and done on your own. So Two big things about these diets is that they are highly restrictive either in the caloric intake or in a food group and they are based on, not on fact, but on just kind of correlation that some people try the diet and had the results. So um, those are the really big things that I want you guys to understand to kind of be able to identify a diet and you know if somebody's saying, oh I'm doing this really cool new thing where you know I'm only eating blah, blah, blah. I want these little red flags to go up in your head going, okay, well, is there facts behind it? Can you show me an experiment with, you know, real results? Um, and if you guys want me to do a whole episode on how to statistically tell if something is correct or accurate, like the little flags to look for, I'll happily do that. But is it statistically, is it based on evidence? Is it factually correct? And B, is it highly, highly restrictive? And is it going to be something that's going to be unmaintainable? So that's going to bring me in me bring me into my next point on why I think diets are so bad is because they aren't maintainable. So I'm sure you will meet somebody. I'm sure you know people that are on a diet and they're like, it's great. It's the best thing I've ever done. Um, and you know what? For some people, that might be the case. But I would say for the mass majority of us, being on a highly restrictive diet for an extended period of time isn't something that we're going to enjoy, right? And like who wants, who wants to like not enjoy what they're eating and not enjoy every day because they're on this super, super restrictive diet? Um, and like P.S. side note, there's plenty of people out there having better results than the people using these diets eating food that they love every single day. It's something that I teach my clients and it's something that I know a lot of the um, my friends who are coaches and who are health coaches teach their clients as well, that you can actually eat things like donuts and like cake and like cookies um, and still lose weight. It's just a matter of kind of monitoring your intake. So anyway, not to go off on a rambly sidetrack, but so the really big thing is that they aren't sustainable. And so people wind up giving up halfway through because A, they don't want to continue because they're miserable or B, because they aren't seeing results. And so they stop, right? So if, you know, the diet claims that in 30 days you're going to lose 30 pounds and then, you know, you're 15 days in and you've only lost five pounds or none at all, um, you're going to quit, right? Because who wants to be on something and continue being miserable, especially if they're not seeing results? So they just are very unpredictable. And while they might work for someone, they probably a lot of times don't work for others. And that kind of goes back to that whole correlation, not causation effect that, yeah, some people might have had crazy results from these diets, but you also don't know what else changed about their lifestyle in that period of time. So there could be other other factors. So then the kind of final piece that adds on to this, in addition to the not being sustainable, is that they have a really high rebound rate. So people who 
do the diet. So, you know, we're just going to use the keto diet as an example. I apologize if you are on keto. I'll be straight up and very honest. I don't agree with that diet. I don't think it's for everyone. I think it does work for some people, but it's not, um, not for me and it's not something that I preach or teach. And so what I want to talk about with this is that something like that where it's highly restrictive. So yes, you might lose all this weight, you know, say you're, you go keto for 30 days. So yes, you might lose those 10, 15 pounds in those 30 days. Great. I'll be honest. A lot of it's going to be water weight. A lot of it's going to be, um, you de-bloating your body because you're kind of cleansing it of some excess things. But the problem is then when all of a sudden you go, well, it's not working. I'm bored. I don't want to do this anymore. You get off of the diet and then you'll notice within a couple weeks, all that weight you lost is going to come back. All the energy you had is going to be gone. All the things you had are going to go right back to the way they were. And so why would you want to do that? First of all, again, you're putting yourself through a miserable situation that you're not enjoying your day to day because you're eating food that tastes gross or you're limiting your food intake or you're limiting your you know type of food that you can eat. And a lot of times they kind of don't really see the results. They're not sustainable. And then if you ever stop, you're just going to bounce right back to where you were before. So like what's the point of even doing it in the first place, right? So now that I hope you guys kind of have a better understanding of these diets, I want to go ahead and tell you guys my alternative. And again, this is what I teach. This is what I preach and what I believe in. Um, This is not, um, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not anybody telling you that this is the only way to do things, but I will guarantee after I tell you guys a couple of things, you'll go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So it's just kind of a a thing. These are on mine, right? It makes sense. So what I like to talk about is creating a healthy lifestyle around eating. And I'm sure if you are familiar with the health industry right now, excuse me, sorry, my throat's all groggy. If you guys are familiar with the health industry right now at all, you'll know that kind of the big things are around this whole idea of having a balanced diet and living a healthy lifestyle around food. Um, And so what I mean by this is having freedom to enjoy things, but understanding food enough um, and that being, you know, understanding the caloric density and the calories in food and understanding the the composition of food. So, you know, what nutrients are in it, which P.S. note Go go listen to my next episode if you want to get some information on that. I'll be doing a bunch of episodes all on the composition of food so you guys can know um, a little bit more about that for yourself. So it's kind of being able to understand food and use that understanding to create balance. So, you know, yeah, I eat pretty healthy most days. So I'll have, you know, I'll have my eggs and toast with some spinach and whatnot in the morning for breakfast. I'll have a healthy lunch, healthy dinner, and then, you know, that are high in protein, good healthy fats, have healthy carbs in them. And then, you know, if I want a cookie after dinner or I want some chocolate after dinner, I eat it because it's balanced and I know that I've already kind of accounted for that extra sugar, for maybe those extra carbohydrates or um, that extra fat that might be in it, ice cream, whatever. Um, I've already kind of accounted for that in my day because I've eaten well the rest of the day. So it's following this kind of People use like usually use like an 80-20 rule. So you keep you eat healthy, wholesome, nutrient-dense, whole food 80% of the time, and then 20% of the time you eat fun stuff. So if that means that, you know, again, you eat 80% of your day is 
dense, nutrient dense, whole foods, and then you want to go out and have a burger and fries for dinner with friends, you can go out and have that burger and fries because you've hit that kind of 80%, 20% rule. And what this does is it creates this lifestyle that can be so balanced and so maintainable. And who doesn't want that, right? And then you wind up seeing results because you aren't getting frustrated because you're not so focused on the quick fix, but instead you're focusing on the long-term results, which is really what we all should be focusing on is those long-term results. And then you know, it's, it's sustainable because you can go out with friends and eat and not feel like you have to bring your own food with you. Or you can, you know, cook something fun in the morning. You want to make pancakes for your family? Enjoy the pancakes because, you know, you can account for that in the rest of your day. And so it's really gaining this understanding of food and as opposed to just, you know, typecasting and saying, oh, well, our, all carbs are bad or all fats are bad. You're saying, well, no, you know, certain types of carbs are really healthy and really good for my body and understanding why your body needs carbs. Again, uh, promo, listen to my next episode if you want to learn about carbs. Um, and understanding those to be able to adjust it to fit to your goals. So yes, if you're working towards weight loss, it might be the fact that you might eat a little bit more of a higher fat, higher protein diet with a little bit of a lower carb percentage of your daily caloric intake. But again, you're not cutting them out completely. So maybe it'll just mean that, you know, yeah, instead of maybe getting that burger on a bun, maybe you'll get it on a bed of lettuce or you'll get it on, you know, a lettuce wrap. Maybe make some substitutions, but you can still go out and enjoy that thing without feeling like you're breaking your diet because there's no diet. It's just a lifestyle. And this is also something that becomes really useful when you're working towards um, certain goals because you actually can have that freedom. And so even if you are working towards, you know, losing 30 pounds, it's so important to be able to reward yourself. You know, maybe you lost 10 pounds already. Girl, go out and get a burger and some fries. Go go treat yourself. Go enjoy something. Um, and you can because you can do that without feeling like you failed and like you've broken your diet or you've broken your habits or whatever it might be. Um, and then the last thing that I talk about is really this idea that these this lifestyle of eating really, really provides you with long-term results. And so you aren't going to have that rebound. You aren't going to have that falling off. There's nothing to fall off of. You're just eating, right? You're just living your life. So if there's nothing to fall off of and fail at, then you can't fail, which what an amazing thing. Not be able to fail at what you're doing. I mean, we all think that we're so capable of failing, but like why not set yourself up for success, right? All right. So I hope you guys kind of understand where I'm coming at with all of the lifestyle eating stuff. I'll be doing whole episodes dedicated to like intuitive eating and like I said, understanding food composition, all of that because it's all important tools to know. So hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already. It means the world to me and then you guys can learn all about um, food and intuitive eating and healthy eating lifestyle in upcoming episodes. So do that for us. So I want to go ahead and conclude the episode to keep this not too long um, with Three of my biggest tips for you guys to be able to kind of start creating this healthy lifestyle for yourself and having this healthy eating style that you do that's just a lifestyle around eating um, and not a diet, right? All right, so number one is going to be, like I've mentioned several times now, understanding food composition. So really taking the time, look at the nutrition facts, you know, see how many fats, how many carbs, how many protein is in there, how many calories. So, you know, it's kind of the thing of like understanding, maybe pick up two boxes of cookies. It's a good example. You know, pick up one and see if you can compare, you know, maybe one of them for one cookie is 300 calories and then you find another one where one cookie is only 100 calories. So maybe then you can go for the one that's only 100 calories instead of the 300 calorie one because you know that that's going to fit into your daily 
needs better. Um, and then that kind of also falls into understanding the food composition and caloric intake and also understanding what food uh, percentages you need for your body, aka like macronutrient tracking. We'll do a whole episode on that one, so stay tuned. Um, and understanding what, how, what, how many calories your body needs to stay functioning and to keep moving. So that's number one: understanding food composition and understanding what your body needs um, for to fit that food composition into your diet and into not, not your diet, into your lifestyle and into the way that you eat. Um, then the second one is finding alternatives. So kind of like the cookie example I just mentioned, you know, say say you want ice cream. Say it's ice cream night at your house and you're getting your family, you know, your favorite Ben and Jerry's pint. Um, so maybe find that alternative. You know, there's so many amazing things on the market now, like for ice cream, like Halo Top, Arctic Zero, Enlightened, you know, all these brands that are making these lower calorie, higher protein um, ice cream options. And they're delicious, by the way, if you've never tried them and you're like, ah, no, it's a diet food. No, no, they're like, they're actually really delicious. Um, so finding that alternative or, you know, maybe you're baking something and you're supposed to coat it in breadcrumbs and, you know, maybe try and see if you can find an alternative to cover that in that maybe will not be as, you know, crazy dense in carbohydrates or, you know, something like if you need to fry something, you know, I make baked french fries that are absolutely dankers. Go go check it out on my Instagram. There's a post like if you scroll way back, there's some french fries. They're really, really good and like that's a perfect alternative that here they're baked instead of fried um, and you're kind of cutting out that oil and all that. So being able to take the extra minute to find the alternative that is going to make you feel better and actually see the results that you want to see. And then the last one that I want to um, focus in on, which kind of leads right from there, is this idea of focusing on food that makes you feel good and not focusing on food that's going to make you look good, all right? So I will leave you guys with that one because I want you guys to think on it. But so again, focus on food that makes you feel good. So food that makes you feel energized, food that makes you feel strong, food that makes you feel not bloated, food that makes you feel, you know, that you have, like you have good digestion, um, all of that. Instead of food that is going to make you quote unquote skinny, food that's going to make you, um, you know, quote unquote lose weight, that's going to make you look like a Victoria's Secret model, you know, whatever your your goal might be, um, focus on feeling good inside. And I promise you, the outside will follow. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode without letting it get too long. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed learning some stuff on a little bit about diet culture, diet, and why we all need to break away from diets because we're not getting any results from them. Why do you think there's been so many diets through the years? Because none of them work. Hello. All right. But this lifestyle stuff, it works. I promise. So Give it a try. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at organicallyemma. You can find the link down below to give me a follow and ask me any questions you might have. If you have not already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Again, it means so much to me and then you guys will be reminded whenever I have new episodes up and you guys can continue to learn all of the fun stuff on food and nutrition and health and mindset and mental health and all of that fun stuff. So I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day, whatever you are doing, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Not Your Mother's Health Class Podcast. Once again, my name is Emma, and you can go and check out the show notes below for all of my links on social media and more. Have a wonderful day.